Good morning. You guys are tuned in to the Ladies View Show and Podcast, where we discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly. This is your girl and host, Celine. Happy Saturday morning. My girls are in the room, Joanna and Heather. How are you ladies doing today? Hey, we are doing great. Good. I'm good. Gucci. You're Gucci. Good. We like that. All right. So we're switching things up a bit this morning, and we are collaborating with the D&D Davis Show. On the line with us is Kenneth and Jamont. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. Hey, how you doing? Doing good. good. So, fellas, tell us a little bit about yourself and your show. Why don't we start with... Kind of. Uh, me and D, usually the funny part, this is uh, D's part to do this. We met oh, okay. at work. No, I'll tell you. I got it. We met at work. <laughs> uh, we met at work about eight years ago, and we would always debate each other uh, in the break room, and people would always come in there and listen to the debate or tell us to chill out because we're talking too loud. Uh, Demaz <laughs> decided to go to uh, ICB, and I was like, I was thinking about it. And he was like, you really need to do it. So it was easier for me to go having him there. So we both attended there, and we started doing a radio show. And basically five to six years later, we're here to where – you know, we've uh, been on a, a couple of different mediums. Um, our brand is growing strong, and we were lucky enough that you ladies felt to bring us on, so we're doing pretty well. Nice, nice. Well, we're glad to have you guys on today. Thank you. Yes. All right, so we're going to kick it off with the entertainment uh, news here. Our entertainment correspondent, Joanna, what do you have for us this morning? All right, guys, I got a few things for you. So first of all, I want you to set your DVRs for August 8th on BET at nine o'clock. So there is a Killer Curves documentary. It's called Killer Curves Bodies to Die For. It's being executive produced by Lala Anthony. Lala. Lala. So this documentary is about the black market of cosmetic surgery, specifically your backside, ladies. Wow. I mean, how prominent is that nowadays, getting your backside done? Who would have thought, right? So they're just talking about women and how they're killing themselves to get mm-hmm. that perfect body, specifically, obviously, their booties. Yeah. Um, they're getting everything from injections to fat transfers, and they're not always doing it the safest way. Right. So there are safe ways to get your butt done, but the, a lot of women are doing it on the black market and getting just random stuff injected in their butts. Right. They don't have the money. Right. That's right. Why. It's cheap. Right, it's cheaper, but you're taking huge risk because you're dealing with unprofessionals at that point. Right. So is it really worth the risk? Absolutely not. I'm really excited to see this Me show. too. It's funny because it's it's hosted by Lala Anthony, or I mean not hosted, but executive produced by Lala Anthony, who we know, right. come on, recently right. got her body yeah, done, she and she has a banging done. body right, right. now. Right. Yeah. But that was from work. I mean, that's not natural. So I, I think that we want to know what you guys think about what you're seeing as men with these like Instagram models and everyone getting the work done and they've got like these cookie cutter bodies. What do you think, think about that? Um, well, it's kind of interesting for twofold for me. Um, I have a daughter, she's six years old. So now she's going to be kind of growing up in this, in this medium of seeing, seeing ladies with these, uh, if you want to say throwback work, bodacious bodies. Right. And um, that's going to be interesting. But just as a man, listen, I, I can't lie. It's nice to look at. You know, I mean, I, I'm a brother, so, you know, I like the booty. Um, no, it's, 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 it's sad to see because uh, one thing you can always do, like I like to work out, right? 
and I always and I follow a lot of fitness people like on Instagram. Ladies too, and usually I get the best workouts from ladies, which is kind of interesting. But one lady, I forgot her name, but she always says, uh, squats, not shots. Right. Just do some squats. Eat, eat healthy, eat some carbs, do some squats, and you might get a little something back there. You know, if it's not meant to be, hey, it's just not meant to be. So, so I mean, that, that's just me. I, I, I don't have too much of an issue because, listen, if you, if you bought it, it's yours. If you're born with it, it's yours, too. Just be safe about it. Just be healthy about it. And don't go to the extremes where you can have, like, you know, saying uh, some – some some crazy surgeries or crazy injuries or crazy uh it, like caucus falling out your butt or something like that. But just don't do that. I um wait, Lala officially openly has had surgery. I didn't know she. I didn't know that either. Come work. on, guys. Well, I, I just want to know if that's on the right. No, ago. I'm just asking. I'm just, I'm so just asking. So she didn't work. She didn't work. Lala okay. has a decent body. Well, she's had. Excuse me. In the past, her body was okay. Her body's mm-hmm. completely different now. Okay, really? not okay. like it was ten years ago. And that did, you don't just get curves from just working out. Curves don't come from working out. Facts. You I'm not a lot like that. On it, but you can't create that. I'm not. A, so I don't. I don't pay as much attention to her. I did see the preview for this show. Mm-hmm. I see that K. Michelle was talking about, it. and we all know in the past that she's had surgery, and I think she's had some of those augmentations removed. Um, I mean, me personally. When when they get the butt shots and the, the it doesn't really match the body parts, that kind of throws me off and I don't find it attractive. Right. But and I, again, I don't think I would prefer if no one took the risk of you know just injecting anything harmful into their bodies. But in this world that we live in, when everyone's trying to be a perfect image, as Demaz just said, he's on Instagram uh, getting these workout tips. People want to get more follows and more attention, and we all want to be perfect. Um, I don't know. I mean, to me, I think you should be happy, and I know it's easy for me to say because I'm a male. You don't see us running around getting injections in our <laughs> body, you know. That's not necessarily. True. I don't know. You guys take steroids. So. Mm. Well, I don't, well, but, well, not That's a large, not a lot of large majority of us. Not they, if you probably look percentage wise. Especially if we remove athletes, what maybe? And I'm high. I'll, I'll go highball. Maybe twenty five percent of guys. Like most guys, don't even care to work out enough, let alone to take steroids. I, I mean, I, I'm saying in a way, it's unfair to women that they have to, what they feel the need because of how society is set up to have to externally be looked as this. I don't know whatever this type of motif is, but me is I have a daughter too. I don't want her to get ass shots, right? Um, and you know, I think I, that we can all agree that there's nothing wrong with trying to improve your appearance. But again, Lala shows focuses on the black market. So ladies, mm-hmm. if you are going to look to improve your appearance, please consult with a professional, someone who is licensed, someone who is educated. And you will have to pay more money, but it may save your life. Right. right? Or just get a trainer. And a trainer as well. Yeah. And if it costs $500 to get your booty done, then don't get it done. Right. Okay, honey. <laughs> yes. Right, right. It's it, it, to be yeah. true. So I hope that... This but just show... to hit the squats. Right. right. Exactly. Or the squats, ladies. But I think that this show will be an eye-opener to a lot of women out there who may have been considering going into black market for whatever, boobs or booty. So... I got, I got a question. Yeah, what's up? So is is one of you just mentioned if it costs five hundred dollars, do not go ahead with that. How much does a good butt job cost? How much it costs about five thousand dollars at least. Okay. Somewhere between like Whoa. five and eight grand. Yeah, at the minimum. 
Yeah. Oh, already, so already. let's keep it moving. But let's talk about a natural woman who I think is very speaking, natural. Yes. Right? Speaking of natural bodies, let's yeah. talk about J-Lo. Okay, first of all, this woman is 49 years old. Ooh. I don't know if you guys seen that recent picture she posted on Instagram of her body. Yes. Honey. She, needs, she just makes it. us all look terrible. She's 49 years old. I can't stand it. She's banging. But she is taking home the 2018 Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award this year at the 2018 VMAs. And she's going to put on a performance. And I don't know if you guys remember the 2015 Billboard mm-hmm. performance that she put on. If it's anything like that, I'm so excited. Yes. And not to mention, she is the first Latin person to be taking home this award. Yeah. So that's huge for us Latinas. Yes. Okay. Okay, Chica. <laughs> So also, just to say, MTV has announced the nominations for the 2018 Video Music Awards, and that, of course, includes Cardi B. Uh, she's sitting with, what, about 10 nominations for Video Song and Artist of the Year, her ca- collaboration with Bruno Mars for that song, Finesse, and the Carters um, right behind them with about eight nominations, and then we have Childish Gambino and Drake with about seven each. So that should be exciting. I that, like that airs, lineup. yeah, it's going to be a, definitely a good lineup, and it airs on August twentieth. So Jay will be performing. I'm sure we're going to see a lot of other performances. It'll be good stuff. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Let's catch that. Yep, yep, yes. Uh, they were running a lot of her videos last night. I guess this entire weekend because of the Vanguard. So it's interesting to see all the hits that she has, and me. And I, I find it weird, and I kind of compare it to Angela Bassett. I like old J-Lo more than I like young J-Lo. Like, I find her more attractive the last five years than I did mm-hmm. 20 years ago. Oh, okay. And, yeah, I don't know. Like, some people, not everyone, but some people, it, they age so well that, mm-hmm. that the older version to me, because I think in the past, she, she I will say she, she looked like everybody else. Of course, she was J-Lo. But, you know, you kind of have that cliche, this is how pretty women supposed to yeah. look type of look right. and now it, you can see her and that's kind of the same way I felt about Angela Bassett look she has hits on top of hits I was telling my son showing him a couple of weeks ago her on In Living Color and how far she's come so it's great I mean it's great that she's uh, made this type of career and now she's landed A-Rod so even more props to the young lady. Right exactly We're there for that yep we are so I want to go into uh, LeBron James So LeBron James cannot stay out of the spotlight lately. Uh, So we just talked about his new school, the I Promise School in Akron. Uh, Recently, this past week, Celine and I touched on that. Uh, But now he is teaming up with Octavia Spencer for a Netflix series. So he's executive producing that series. Have you guys heard about that one? D. I saw the I saw the thumbnail on it, but I didn't uh-huh. actually open it up to see what the series was actually about. What's the series supposed to be about? So it's about Madam C.J. Walker. I did I see that. Know who Madam C.J. Yeah. Walker is? She is the first self-made Kylie Jenner, self-made millionaire uh, oh, in America. Shade, oh, oh. <laughs> But the good thing is, I mean, for us, Madam C.J. Walker is African American. We know her story. I have followed her story. So it's nice to see LeBron kind of going back in history and giving her some props. And again, it's on Netflix. So I'm excited to see that. Yeah, I totally agree. Can't wait till the first hot comb appears on the screen. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. So 
we're excited to see that. Um, and I'm not sure if you guys noticed Kanye's Harper Bazaar cover. What do you guys think about that? Let me tell you what I think about it. And just one thing that love I need it. to add. Love I, it. Not only do I love it, but where's the baby? Where is Chicago West? We don't, okay, That's the only she, thing that was missing. Chicago <laughs> the baby West was, was at home. I did not young. like the cover. I'm I sorry. liked it. I didn't like the cover. I think that Kanye is never going to get away from his craziness. And this cover proved it to me. I'm sorry. He looked like a nut. No, he did not. He looked like a busy dad with kids just hanging no, all didn't. over him. And the, his facial expression said it all. Like, I'm busy and I'm stuck with these kids. Really, that's what I really had to run into it. His no. facial expression looked like he needed medication. This no. is Harper's <laughs> Bazaar, though. It's a high fashion magazine. So sometimes okay. people don't get right. what the photographer is trying to portray or what they're well, trying to say. I wish they would have gotten that. Because they probably took millions of photos. That is the one Harper's Bazaar the chose. That, and that was the best one out of the group. Did you guys see it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. Okay, what would you think? Wait, one, I think D's having a technical issue with his microphone, so if you don't hear him, but okay. I thought it was cute. Wait, who said that he looks like he needs his medication? I did. Heather! Okay. Heather oh, Heather, that. you're winning. But look, I thought look, I thought it was cute. I thought Boom. it was cute, but looking at Heather, I'm looking at it right now. Okay. And she's making me lean towards her way, but I think Stop. it's, I actually think it's a cute photo. I'm not feeling Kanye right now. From the whole slave thing, I'm, it's something I just don't play with. So it's just, and I think he's brilliant musically. But uh, look, I think it's a cute photo. But Heather, you win in the day. <laughs> no, I think you guys are hating on it's crazy. Not hating on Kanye. <laughs> he did enough hating on himself and everybody else. No, it's not about that. He looks like a nut. He does Low not. Low key, it's not supposed to be a cute photo, right? It's like we want to call it avant garde. Right. It's art. It's, it's art. art. And if the you know anything about art, the kids look cute. Now, if you That's know anything it. about art, then you know what the photographer, like Joanna said, is trying to portray. And now, I if got was it. A People magazine cover or a Cosmopolitan. Yes. Then it would be a different story. Yeah, this is Harper's, Harper's Bazaar. Moving on. Yes. Oh, moving what you, on. What you guys got? We're going to turn the show over to you. Oh, goodness. Look, we got, we got the Leslie Jones discussion. Uh, Leslie Jones was on The View. Of course, we all remember her from SNS. We can all go back to when we were young and she used to be in like Mo Money and movies like that. Leslie Jones has been around for a long time and actually joined SNL a few years ago when there was a, some pushback about not having any African Americans, enough African Americans on the show. But she was on The View and she started discussing how comedians don't feel ease when it comes to saying the jokes that they could 15 or 20 years ago because of this kind of PC environment that we're in. And actually, I disagree with her in a way. I think most of us view what comedians do as art and that, not to say that some guys can't be too crass, but we kind of know what they're doing. Like when we see actors, if you see an actor being racist, you don't think that actor is necessarily racist. You think they're portraying a character. And I think most of us are intelligent enough to know comedians are doing that also. But again, we live in a society where it's, I gotcha, I gotcha. So some people, because they may not like a topic or the comedian, of course, will try to nitpick something that they say. But I think most intelligent people get what a, a smart and funny comedian is trying to express when they're trying to give you their art form. 
Right. I agree. I mean, what do you think, Jaina? I mean, honestly, I think with the political climate we're in right now, a.k.a. Trump, people's emotions are so heightened. And sometimes I think people just constantly look for the negative in any comment or any joke. And I think I don't want to turn it into politics, but I think Trump has divided the country. And with that, anytime anybody makes a joke, it's immediately the right or the left. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or black or white. Or black or that's, white. That's right. where we are now. So, Right, um, but whose fault is that? I mean, Trump's. The people who voted for him. Oh my gosh, no. don't even let's no, not. Because we're about to argue about Trump. No. Yes, let's yes. not start. He, no. he, has, he has racially divided our country. I, I, I don't yes, know. Yes, he has. I can't agree with that 100%. I'm sorry. You, and you as a minority, how can you? I can't. I just can't. I Celine. mean, no, let, yeah, let's not get started with that conversation because that's a completely Exactly. That's why I said I don't want to turn this into a political right. conversation, but it's true. The country is divided, so people are more sensitive to certain to jokes and comments. Right. Well, I, I think it's start, but I, I know we don't want to turn this to politics. I will say this. I will say that Trump started this. I think it started as a reaction to the election of Barack Obama. When you look at the Tea Party and this is just kind of the culmination of what took place, the reaction swinging all the way to the to the right side. So I won't just say he started it, but he's at the epicenter and he's using it to rile up his base. I'll say that much. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. I can go with that. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So then, of course, oh, you, you got me? it. Oh, yeah, you back. Oh my god, the anchor just pulled off and left without me. Um, I just missed so much, but um, I'm gonna hop back in. All I heard was somebody say Trump didn't divide the country. That's another topic, that's another podcast. Yes, we'll talk about exactly. that later. And we, uh, heard. yeah, <laughs> it's spicy, it's spicy. It got spicy. real spicy, right. it's okay. spicy, man. We won't go back into it. We'll continue so the train, you know, stay on the train, Demond. Okay? okay, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on. Okay, all right. Well, we, what do we have next? We have the comedian, and the actress Monique, uh, come to defense of Roseanne Barr on KTLAD. All right. Okay, now we were just talking about how we won't get into politics, <laughs> but of course, because here throws right back to me. Um, listen, the only thing about Monique, this is what I'm confused about. She went on a media blitz. Defend with uh, saying like African American comedians, women particularly, wasn't being treated right or compensated right by Netflix, all around there, right? And then you have Roseanne Barr come out here and throw a racial slur, not the first time, multiple times before this, about a prominent African American woman, Valerie Jarrett, I believe, uh, yeah. here, uh, who's part of the Obama administration. Then Monique comes out and defends her. So first you want to get on somebody who wasn't uh, on the side of African-American women, particularly comedians. But then you come and, and support a woman who threw a major shade and racist slurs to an African-American woman. My whole thing is, I think she must see some type of kindred, kindred spirit because they're both co comedians, I guess. I guess it's kind of like the thin blue line. Nobody crosses that. I guess nobody crosses the uh, the comedy blue line. I have no idea. It, I just did. I didn't get that. So Monique is Monique is out there. I think she's losing a lot of support, at least among the community. It's 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 kind of weird, man. I don't know where Monique is going with this one. Well, here's the thing. See, they're comedians, and their job is to make people laugh, and usually mm -hmm. at the expense of others. 
That's what we see from these comedians all the time. It's been happening since day one. But now, because it's so much more heard of, especially on social media, I think it's getting a lot more attention. But since when has comedy been very tasteful and considerate of others' emotions and feelings? Well, I mean, Never. it wasn't about comedy, though, with what, with what Roseanne said about Valerie Garrett. Right, but she she went on and said that it was. She, she said lied. that it was a joke. She lied. Right, but I'm saying she, she I mean, lied. She tried. To, she tried to cover her tracks. I don't. She know. knew that people came for her. She was dragged after that. Her show was taken off of TV. Thousands right. of people lost jobs because of that. So now she wants to backtrack and say, right. "Oh, it was just a joke." But people have known, and again, I hadn't heard this. Maybe I was too young to pay attention. That Roseanne has been showing proof that she's been racist for years. So this is Long something time. that's inside yeah. of yeah. her. It and it's just be. now yeah. starting to manifest. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I think that Monique, because her career seems to be failing, I think she's just grasping for straws. I don't know. I mm. mean, I think I'm a little bit more thick-skinned. I am not very easily offended when it comes to comedians. It's not I'm about not. comedy, though. But it's about race. And that's what, that's what it was about. It was about the fact that she called this black woman a gorilla. Right. Well, in order for you to determine if it was about race or if it was just a joke, then like you said, we have to go back to Roseanne and see her history. I've been a fan of Roseanne since day one. I never gathered that. I never got that from her, but I Ooh. could be wrong. I may have missed it. Google, you know I'm look. Saying? I missed it too, but I'm a black woman, and if you call me a gorilla, I'm going in on you. Yeah. That's, that's true. Problem. That's, that's, that's true. a problem, and that, that's where it came from, the fact that she called this prominent black woman a gorilla. Nothing more, nothing right. less. Yeah, that, that's a valid point. Look, Google Roseanne uh, dressed up as Hitler, and you'll see no, an image. I didn't you'll see that one. Yeah, you'll, okay. see oh, a, yeah. you'll see an image of her dressed as Hitler, and at her hand, she has Jewish people falling basically like into an incinerator. Oh, like wow. it's it's not a joke what when she's doing that. Like, I'm not, I'm not, right, we, ta right. we talked about comedians, but let's separate someone do, doing art and someone and most Roseanne is kind of off. She said back when we were younger that she has split personalities. She I think she needs medication. And I'll give her that that she may have, may have mental issues, but she's also a person that has, has expressed uh racist ideologies. It's just the, the truth. And that I've enjoyed her. I started as a kid, I watched the first episode of the new the new show, and I like the fact that she tried to address the divide in the country, even though I didn't necessarily agree with her stance, but I like that she tried to address it with her and her sister Jackie on the show, but she's also a person that said a lot of stuff that makes you makes you think that she's being honest when she said that initially about Valerie Jarrett, that she wasn't joking. Yeah, I don't see any other black female comedians coming out to defend Roseanne. Uh, so, like I said before, something's going on with Monique. Yeah, yeah well, you know what? I'm going to go back and do a little bit more research on Roseanne and pay a little bit more attention. Maybe I did miss a few things And here. what's her racial background? I mean, what you got going on in your background? What, what is your culture like, Roseanne? Let's not get into that because I'm getting upset. Right. Yeah, let's, you know, let's not get upset. Let's man. Let's move on to our TTL ladies and fellas. It's talk time with the ladies. So today, um, what do we have? We have Earthquake, the comedian, right? Another comedian posted a pic on IG about a $48 engagement ring. From Walmart. From Walmart. <laughs> so ladies, if a man proposed to you with a $48 ring, is it a yes or is it a no? No. 
That's a hard no, That's honey. That's a problem. Well, I, mean, he, I, I don't know. Are we 15? Well, here's the thing. And I, I gave it some thought. And it all depends <laughs> where we're from. If, if my husband came to me, to, you know, we weren't married and proposed to me today where I'm at in life, you know, with a career, with children, a house, absolutely not. I would be offended. However, I mean, if I'm living in a trailer and, you know, I'm on welfare. And you and don't need to be getting married. Y'all don't need to be getting married. <laughs> and then he proposed to me. And maybe I'd say yes, because that wouldn't even matter. So I think it depends where I am in life. But right now, no, I would be completely offended. No, they shouldn't even be getting married. And first of all, how are they going to afford a wedding? They're, well, they're going, they're they're going, going to City Hall. Exactly. Oh, okay. They're not going to have a wedding. Then they're going to have a picnic outside the trailer home. I'm sorry, but that's just a hard no for me. Guys. Whoa. Man. Whoa. You got to listen. Whoa. That was savage right there. Wait, wait. So people in the trailer park shouldn't get married? That's kind of what you were saying. That's what they say. And and then they're going to have a picnic. (laughs) Not even a reception. Listen. listen. Lay that blanket down. Get out of that trailer park. Yeah, but you know that's not their main concern. They are in love. Okay. Love All right. Show. I didn't know this was the class show. I got you. <laughs> it's uh, the class I, system going on in hey, this back. Go ahead, D. Listen. Uh, wow. Look. Have to go to like Cartier or like you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But. I mean, take the somewhere. I would say this. what we were talking okay. about. I think saying they live in a trailer park and da 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 da. There's no love for poor people. people. I think we meant to say if he can only afford a $48 ring, then they don't need to be getting married because they have have other financial situations to take care of. You know what I'm but saying? What, but do they but, actually? But you do you actually need a ring all the time? So. I want a ring. Some people it, can be fine with that. I mean, I don't, I don't but know. But if they're yeah. getting married, yes, they need a what ring. What woman does well, not want a ring? Hold on, hold on. For different strokes for different folks. Exactly. What woman just said, does not want a ring? I don't, listen, I, I personally don't, I can't, I know we can't 100% say that every woman minds. We've seen people get tattoos. And uh, again, I, I, I get if you're saying the cost, but some people may find it cute, but want another, a real ring later. Poor people deserve to get married too. I, I, like, yeah, man. I think I'm like they don't have to suffer. right here? What type of slavery mess is this? Like, wait to wait to heaven. Wait, wait, wait to wait to heaven. Wait to heaven, wait to heaven before your slave ass can be happy. On this planet, your poor ass deserves nothing. Wow, ladies, you. You know, both sides. Uh, someone who's well off and someone who's poor. See, I was very fair in my life. <laughs> no. I, I, I would say that. I, I, I feel I, like I, our words are getting twisted around. No, they're right your now. words. They're your words. <laughs> not how we feel. Everybody deserves to get married. We're just simply saying, like I said, uh-huh. if you can only afford a $48 ring, then maybe you should reevaluate whether or not you can get married. That's right. all I'm saying. But what if he just needed something to... For the time being, a placeholder. Hey, hey, baby, okay. listen. I know this is only forty-eight dollars. Okay, we, we can spend a little a year, more on a promise yeah, ring. Yeah, maybe right. a year. Yeah, a year or two more. I'll be able to save up, and maybe I'll be able to get you something better. You know, That's or okay. she could have been, or she could have been like, you know what? I don't need a ring. I don't want nothing like that. But hey, here's something anyway, just so you can have it. I don't know. I just think.
when it comes to marriage, I mean, you don't have to have a wedding. You don't have to have a reception. Marriage that's is all true. about love. All, only thing is about just me and you. That's really it. You know, I worry though. What, what's up? Or they could be poor and want to be together. That's which there's nothing. There's actually and there's nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with that. But with again, that, like I said, love very true. Not pay the bills. Poverty Money gets no love. <laughs> Okay. I love well, the show. I love the show. Thank you guys for your humble opinion. <laughs> hey, hey, thank you, thank you for being honest too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please keep it real. Please keep it real. But guys, it has been a blast having you guys on the podcast. We appreciate you guys coming on today. Thank you guys. No problem at all. And, and uh, next next time we will have you all on Dean Davis the Flip. That's our podcast. Uh, we do a pod, uh, also another show, Dean Davis, the show radio show more around sports. But uh, no, we gotta, we gotta have y'all on on the flip so y'all can come into our world and we can have real fun. Absolutely. Fun. And if anyone wants to catch y'all on social media, where can they find you guys? Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at D and Davis Show. That's once again, it's at D and Davis Show. We also have a sports website. You can check out all our articles on. It's at WeAreRegalRadio.com. But if you want to hit Ken and I up individually, I'm on Twitter at Demons1, D-E-M-O-N-Z-E-1. And Ken is on Twitter at That's Davis. Awesome. Well, that's a wrap, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Ladies View Show and Podcast. As always, you can find us on Instagram on the Ladies View, on Twitter on the Ladies View TV, on Snapchat, the Ladies View. Our website is www.theladiesview.com. And until next time, have a great weekend. Ciao.